The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, in an unexpected turn of events last week, a preschool closure in Cork has left Donna Cambridge's non-verbal son, Jackson, without the routine he depends upon. With almost 100 children affected, Donna's concerns echo those of many parents grappling with the sudden loss of resources and education. The closure's reasons, initially undisclosed, were revealed as financial difficulties, staff shortages and paperwork challenges. Now, I'm joined on the line by the mother of Jackson, Donna Cambridge. Donna, good morning. Good morning, how are you? I'm very well. Tell us about uh, Jackson. How old is he? Um, he's three. He just turned three last week, so he was meant to start his preschool this week. Now, you, um, you say that he's non-verbal. Uh, does he communicate yeah. with you, or is he non-verbal with other people? Um, he's non-verbal in general right now, so he doesn't speak at all. Um, Jackson is being assessed for ASD. So it's a case of he could speak, which I hope he does, obviously, but at the moment he's not. Now, you had organised a, a crash for for Jackson and you had all the help mm-hmm. that uh, might be needed to make him enjoy the experience. Yeah, so it took us a few weeks um, to, to get him an AIMS teacher. So the AIMS teacher basically comes in and they dilute the ratio between adults and kids in the room. So if there is kids with special needs, they can have that extra bit of attention. Now, not every school do them. Um, Unfortunately, if it's a Board of Education school, the AIMS are are not facilitated there. And I'm not sure why. Um, But this school anyway did. We got the level seven AIMS. And then on on Wednesday evening at four o'clock, we got the text message from the school just to say that, unfortunately, it has to close immediately. Um, here's a number. Contact them in the morning and see if they can help. Mm. And then Thursday morning, I woke up to an email to say that Jackson's level seven aims has been withdrawn from him. Best of luck in the future. Now, do they give a reason for withdrawing the aims teacher? Now, aims stands for access and inclusion model and, and uh, as you say it's to help uh, children who have challenges uh, to, to dilute the ratio of teachers because you've got a names teacher which makes it very doable uh, in, in the, uh, the crash. Do they give a reason for withdrawing that AIMS support? It just says that the childcare facility has shut um, so basically even though Jackson was awarded the 11-7 um, because the childcare should obviously there's no there's no place for him to use the level seven. So even though um I could get him into a different preschool, it's a case of that level seven won't go with him. We'd have to start from scratch with the reapplication and that's only if the schools would accept them. Um and to be honest with you, around this area very few do. So, so uh, you know, the idea in the HSE that has been proposed but never adopted, that the money follows the patient, it looks like it's the same for preschoolers. They get help, but it doesn't follow the individual. It follows the creche that's supplying it. Yeah. And when it closed down, you lose the support. It, th- that seems crazy. It's absolutely crazy. We had a meeting on Saturday with some of the TDs from up here, um, and basically I asked that same question. I said, if I do manage to find a place that will take Jackson, 
will the aims be reassessed? And he said, but I'd have to start from scratch and there's no guarantee that he'd get the level seven again. Um, but like, I thought that I was in a bad situation down here, Pat. There's so many more kids that were in that school that are in way worse situations than Jackson. Like there's kids that they don't feed themselves. They can't change themselves. You know, they, they can't walk. They're in buggies. And the school over there facilitated everybody. There was no, they have to be potty trained. They have to be, you know, some way mobility. There's nothing like that. Like there's kids over there that mm. depend solely on that school. And it's just been, oh, sorry, we have to show best of luck in the future. Um, and no reasons. Yeah, so, so uh, yeah, a lot of the children who are going to the school had selected this creche on the basis of the facilities that it offered, the fact that it had a, a welcoming uh, a welcoming all policy uh, rather than, you know, just wanting children who were, if you like, able-bodied in every respect, uh, both mentally and physically, um, and then they've had to close. Have you had a conversation with the people who run the school at all? Because the, the reasons ultimately given... Uh, financial reasons, staffing shortages, and I can understand it's hard to get staff for creches, and paperwork challenges. I mean, each one of those is a problem. When you have three problems like that, um, it might have seemed insurmountable uh, for the owners of the creche. Pat, the the staff were with us on on Saturday. Now, they did say that there was financial issues, um, and that another company were going to come in from the Toka family group were going to come in and take it over. Um, and then last week, just pulled out last minute and decided that it wasn't for them and they weren't going to do it. But in the same breath of that then, the before fives actually let go staff last week. Okay. So, like, before they even sent out the text messages, they were sending letters of, you know... Sorry, we have no hours for you. So if there's a, a staff shortage, why are you leaving staff go? It, it like has always, um, Donna, I mean, it's always appeared to me to be uh, necessary if the state is serious about uh, preschool uh, education for kids and it's social education as much as any kind of other learning they might pick up uh, in a creche, that the state should take on this job as it does uh, take on primary school education uh, pretty much exclusively. There's a few private primary schools, but mostly the state does it. Because all of this messing, you know, not paying people properly, uh, all of the staffing issues, all of the, the, the problems that parents encounter, if the state took it over, it would eliminate much of this. But the state doesn't seem to want to take it over. I think that it's just a joke because they're saying that it's that kids like Jackson they're entitled to two years free education from when they start. But that two years education comes with so many ties affected to it. You need to find a spot. You need to make sure that the child has this, the needs to go into that creche. Like my, my Jackson, he's not potty trained um, because he's nonverbal, Pat. So I can't explain to him, you know, not even how to start. Um, so the before fives were going to help. And that was brilliant. But now every other school that I've gone to to try to get him in, it's a requirement. They have to be potty trained. And and so where do you stand today, uh, Donna? I mean, what does it look like for Jackson as we approach 
at the beginning of the crash year? This morning was hard because his little brother is still in the crash that he used to attend. So when we went down there, it was obviously first day of their new term. So they were all out and they were all taking their pictures. And Jackson was having a meltdown in the car because I had to take Kyson in and leave Jackson in the car. And he could not understand why he wasn't allowed to go, like why he wasn't going anywhere, why he was just coming home with me. And because he's nonverbal, I can't explain it to him because I'm not sure if he understands. And the way that you said it there, Pat, that the government needs to step in. We had a TD here tell us that it's a government-funded preschool, the before fives. But if the government are funding it, they're just not funding it enough if they had financial issues. There's so many kids in this area, in this community, fighting as it is for the additional needs help, special needs help, um, all sorts of different things. And they, before fives, went above and beyond to help parents get back to work, make sure their kids were in a safe environment, no matter what their needs were. All right, well, Donna, I hope you get some resolution uh, to this. Time is of the essence. Uh, Donna Cambridge, who's the mother of Jackson. Uh, Donna, thank you very much for joining us on the programme. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.